We're going to the gate. 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 You know what? I don't want to play defense. Are you kidding me? Game noon. What the hell's going on? You're playing it safe. I. A brick. It's amazing. No way in hell I'm touching it. Are you kidding? You. I. That was really fun. Hello and welcome to the Sports Anomaly. I'm your host, Adrian Tadzanig, and I'm joined live by Kat Bailey, the editor in chief of US Gamer. That's your title, right? I am the editor-in-chief of US Gamer. Nobody told me that we're doing this live. It's going to be changing uh, well, everything. It's totally live. It's We like to do it live and then rec- and then eventually put it onto our podcast channel. Whoa. So it's pretty fun. I had a live studio uh, audience. I didn't even know it. Hi, everybody. Yeah. Good to see it's you. It's great. They... Yeah, they're, they'll show up in a couple days, or yes, tomorrow. Yesterday, I almost said, when we post this. But for right now, it feels live, and I think that's the urgency we're looking for in our podcast. Um, Kat's also like a Madden expert in that you've oh. reviewed Madden for the last 35 years. Is yes, that right? 35 yeah. years, longer than Madden's even been out. <laughs> it's it's even crazier. It's fun that you were writing reviews of Madden before it existed. I think that shows a real commitment mm-hmm. that's really paid off. When I was and two years old, you... I was like reviewing Madden, just came right out. Yeah, just typing it out, just seeing what happened. Um, before we jump into the show, I do have to do our Patreon Power Hour. If you go to patreon.com slash sportsanomaly, if you can give us $5, that'd be amazing. If you don't, give it to a political candidate, namely, uh, I don't know, Jamie Harrison. That's a great one. South Carolina. Let's uh, let's get Lindsey Graham out of office. All right, moving on to the interview. When we have guests on, we like to interview them. Um, so I've got three questions for you. First of all, Pokemon Go battles, but sports. I'm going to ask you to name your three athletes that'll be on your team, but they have to be from three different sports. So it's like they were Pokemon, and it was like you were battling, okay. but you're picking three athletes from three different sports. Take her away. Oh, man. Well, you're really putting me on the spot here. I definitely have to have Leo Messi on here because he's going to be my Ugh. sweeper. Uh, yeah. going on, I, I definitely need a hockey player and I'm probably going to go for a hyper offense type situation. So I'm going to throw in Austin Matthews from the Toronto, wow. uh, Blue Jays or Blue Jays, Toronto yeah, Maple Blue Jays. Leafs. Sorry. Yeah. And then I need a, somebody from Minnesota on here. So I am going to go with the ever reliable, hardworking Adam Thielen, who is able to, I don't know. He can get the the tough gritty battles, the tough gritty wins, and be able to hold up uh, against all of the attacks that will be coming in. So there we go. Adam Thielen, Leo Messi, and Austin Matthews in a hyper offensive team. Man, when anybody else, I've sprung this question on them. They're really quite average at it, but you've really brought some real <laughs> quick thought to it. Maybe it's because you play Pokemon Go. Yes. Um, the that could be a factor. That uh, I, do you know about Leo, Leo Messi? As I guess you're calling him, so I'm calling him that now. He said he wants to leave Barcelona. Yeah, he's uh, ready to go, and frankly, I don't blame him because Barcelona is a complete mess. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a sinking ship. I do think, I do fear he's going to go to Man City, and that's the only place oh, I really? don't want him to go. Really? I don't go. think he's going yeah. to the Premier League. Mm. You don't? You think he'll Where just wander he off I could into the see night? him going over into maybe Serie A, that kind of thing. So, oh, yeah, yeah. If I, or PSG invited PSG, him? PSG, <laughs> maybe, but that would be a lot of money. He would be reunited with Neymar. Yeah. And oh, despite everything, he still seems to have like relatively soft feelings toward Neymar. 
it's just hard to imagine him grinding through the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Why would he bother at this so Pep, I suppose age? Pep could go get could go could go get him just because. And in fact, Manchester City has been for a while trying to get Leo Messi. I think there was kind of a handshake agreement going back many years. So yeah. if any Premier League team went and got him, it would be Manchester City, and that would be utterly ridiculous, and I would hate everything. I would hate it. I would hate it so much. I mean, what if he went to um, West Brom? I mean, how great would that be? <laughs> well, he would be playing uh, under Super Slavin Bilic. And everybody I mean, wants to be playing on a Slavin village. So, yeah. How could he go wrong? Bro. All right. Moving on to question number two of the interview. It's Pez Dispenser. Uh, P-E-S? No. P-E-Z. If you had a Pez Dispenser of your sports video gaming hero. So, not it doesn't have to be a real person. It can be. But uh, if you had a Pez Dispenser of your sports video gaming hero, who would it be? Sports video gaming hero. Well, that would obviously yes. be the Highlander himself, McLeod Bethel Thompson, third string <laughs> hero of the minnesota vikings who once rose oh up to the top and won a 32 team league for me in madden 13 that is one of the most impressive feats and hilariously recently because you're rejoining the league we realized that a very huge handful of people in the league thought that he was a fake made-up person <laughs> and like then they found he's got a fake name and everything i know it's amazing. Um, all right. Finally, we're doing sports meets Marvel. It used to be Star Wars, but now it's Marvel. And I randomly choose a person from this Marvel name generator, and you have to tell me what sport they would play. So, you know, I, this is totally, uh, I'm not trying to gender this, but you get She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Interesting. Okay. I'm thinking about this. Uh, definitely, I'm seeing baseball. Yep. She-Hulk oh, is wow. playing baseball. Very roided up in the, the power era, along with Mark McGuire chasing the oh, home nice, run yeah. record. People are going, is She-Hulk using PEDs? And She-Hulk's like, absolutely not. There is no drugs involved in this whatsoever. <laughs> totally clean. Just ignore the fact that I'm totally, like, I am literally green and very muscly, <laughs> unnaturally muscly, and also losing my hair. That's amazing. Do you what what uh, defensive position would you put her in, or would you just have her at DH? Oh yeah, no, she's absolutely a DH. Yeah, or, yeah. or first base woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just make it easy. First base woman. Um, all right, now we're moving on to the love and hate section. Brought to you by Fats Ducati. Fats is one of our uh, masterful uh, people who gives us twenty five dollars a month on Patreon, which is an extraordinary amount of money, and we're very appreciative. So this week, what do you love, Cat Bailey? What do I love? Okay, so you're probably going to have to edit this because I might have to think about this for a moment. Won't edit at all. I'll go first and then we'll jump back to you because <laughs> I right. refuse to edit. That's not what we do on this podcast. Okay. But I'm just – I this is very general in a way, but I'm just going to say the NBA playoffs. I have graduated into being an NBA fan, I would say, in the last – five years i've oh, been a lebron fan i've just enjoyed sort of watching him progress and when then LeBron's when he went to miami great. i was yeah, he's, wonderful. he's great mm -hmm. he went to miami i hated it then when he went to cleveland i was like he has to do it and he did it and then him going to lakers was great because i love la and uh that's been interesting but just like the luka Doncic era has begun um they're just like tons of tight games i'm really excited about the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, which I loved because I loved Westbrook. And then he was traded for Chris Paul. And now Chris Paul is the one who's actually elevating them to the next level. I don't know. It's just, it's, there's so many great storylines. 
And it's it's just I don't know. It's been really fun. So I just I've just loved the NBA playoffs. Uh, what do you what do you love this week? Right now, I love my beloved Minnesota Twins, who are currently playing the Cleveland Indians, and the oh, wow. Twins are in first place in the AL Central. And I I don't want to jinx it, but I'm going to jinx it. They're twenty and ten, and they're definitely beating the Yankees this time around. It's taken oh, wow. twenty years, but it's going to happen. They're going to the World Series, and they're going to win it, baby. Okay, I don't is know. it Maeda? Maeda's been their Ketamayeta's huge acquisition. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been really good too. Yeah, he's. I'm excited because I check the standings every three or four days because I just sort of fade in and out. I watch the Cubs, but also they've been great, but then just flopped, mm-hmm. and now they're fine. Um, but yeah, I think the Twins have the most uh, wins in the American League. They might. So yeah, they've been back. They had a little bit of a slump, but they've been on fire lately. Yeah, they're tied with Oakland, interestingly enough. So, oh wow, yeah, my other it's hometown. Wild. I live like five minutes away yeah. from Odako Coliseum or whatever it's called these days. So, right, doesn't matter at this point. Nobody ever gets to go to games anymore, yeah. but or ever again, possibly. I it is interesting to me because your team is twenty and ten, and you said they're going through a slump, and my team is like nineteen and eight, <laughs> and I'm saying they went through a slump. It's like who wouldn't love those records? Um, it's they went wild. through a very right. small slump where they were losing to the Kansas City Royals for some reason because the Twins oh, are a team that they do very well against good teams right now, and then if they'll run into a team like the Royals, and they'll be like, well, we've decided not to try. And like, come on, guys. you got to win this. Yeah, yeah. you got to win these play teams down too. To their, play to their competition. Um, all right, moving on to the hate of the week. Uh, the NHL playoffs have ended. They no longer hockey is over for the year. I've discovered because the St. Louis Blues just totally flamed out. Uh, yeah, that was um, I don't know. It was wild to watch. My team went two and seven after the break and really couldn't just get off the mat. They they were up three one to Vancouver and in the in game five and I was like, oh, they've done it now. They've got it. They've unlocked it. I very passively watched the game. And then they lost uh, by giving up four straight goals and just b- couldn't get up after that. What is um, so? I do not know what's this that? thing. Yeah, I know. My team You're, was eliminated yeah. weeks ago. I know. Who cares anymore? Yeah. But I guess I'm rooting for the New York Islanders. That's all I can grant. And the Vancouver Canucks, weirdly. The team that beat us, I'm like, oh, you know fun. what? I'm going to root they for them. They beat the- us, too. Oh, right. Yeah. And then they... Then they lost five nothing in their first game after beating it. That's always it. Always hurts when you see a team get decimated after they beat you because you're like, well, we could have done that. The could Blues are suddenly ridiculous. They're an amazing team. I can't believe I'm, it. I think they. Uh, me and a, another friend were talking about it. It's like if you win the cup and then you play during a pandemic, you're kind of like, ah, we we already did this. So we sort of figured out that it's like veteran teams that really want to win, mm. which like the the Las Vegas Knights are proving that or young teams that are just like, yeah, we don't know any better. And that's Vancouver. So it's been an interesting mix to watch teams because Washington Capitals flamed out. Like it's just, it's weird. So it's over. It doesn't matter. There is no Stanley cup this year. Uh, Kat, what do you hate this week? This week? I hate the fact that major league soccer for reasons I cannot discern has gone back to a regular season schedule in which they are actually traveling around the country (sighs) MLS was able to it. somehow pull off doing a bubble for its rather silly MLS back is back tournament. But now they want to go to actual stadiums and get this. They want to have people in the stands in a, oh my God. the worst hit freaking country in the world. One of them for coronavirus. I don't understand what the MLS is smoking. I wish they shouldn't be playing any regular season games whatsoever. I know that they're strapped for cash or whatever. 
but for God's sake, make the bubble work. I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I guess like when you're in that league situation, you need fans. But it, like, who's not going to end up suing at some point? It's just going to be bad. It, and also, you could be killing your fan base. That doesn't seem like uh, it exhausts me. I don't want to anyway, be that moving. person who's like going, oh well, you know. I, I don't want to be super down on sports or whatever right now, but. I don't know that sports should be happening. It shows the really right. screwed up priorities of our of our world that we're like, well, yeah. well we have to play the sports. <laughs> well, a, a thing I do love is because of the shooting that happened in Wisconsin, now the Toronto Raptors are considering boycotting their first second round game. Wow. Uh, basically deciding to in effect forfeit to the Boston Celtics. And now the Celtics are like, oh, wow, you're taking this seriously. And I think it's all to sort of possibly give cover to the Milwaukee Bucks for them to do it. And then people will fucking care because basically the NBA is making the decision to to be like, we've got to do something, which thank God somebody is do, doing something um, about that because the, I don't know, man, sports are super weird. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't care that much about the blues being back by the time they were back. Cause I was like, Oh yeah, this is, this is weird. So that's why the NBA has been really compelling to me. Cause in some way I feel like they've done it so right. Mm-hmm. And they, it, they've it's cost them $180 million to do it right. But there seems to be something good about that. And then also there's this undercurrent of social consciousness um, where baseball has bummed me out because they've just been like, yeah, we're just going to travel around. And I've hated that. Yeah, it's just weird. Uh, Moving on to breaking news brought to you by Perfect Tommy, another of our fantastic Patreon geniuses. By the way, if you give us a ton of money, Will will put your name on one of these stupid sections and you and nobody will care. It's great. Um, <laughs> first off, the NBA 2K21 demo is available. You can download it now. It's a massive 31 gigabytes. Um, have you played NBA 2K21 yet? I have not. Uh, as okay. of the rec- release of this podcast, I will have talked to them for some kind of digital event. I don't know a huge amount of what's happening with NBA 2K21. I'm going to admit that that series is a little bit more of a blind spot for me in terms of sports because I'm not a huge basketball fan. Um, I do play it every year. I always take time to go through the superstar, you know, the my career mode and play through some of the franchise modes and everything. Try to make the Timberwolves actually win, uh, inevitably fail because the Timberwolves are losers. Move on with my life. Yeah, uh, totally fine. Uh, I haven't I haven't played the demo yet. PJ PGA Tour 2K21 is out. Mm. Got a 76 on Metacritic. I love golf video games. Really, um, I heard that it was a, a lot better than that. Actually, like a lot of people have been praising it quite a bit. Let me let me do one more check to be fair to these guys. Uh, now the Switch version, to... admittedly, is not very good. It has a lot of technical pr- compromises, but the actual. Oh, really? You know, PC, PS4, whatever, that kind of thing is much better. It got a 75 on PS4 and a 76 on Hmm. uh, Xbox One. So, in fact, I have, for once in this podcast, done my research and it paid off. Um, I've always loved golf video games. So, I don't know. If you love golf video games, you're going to like it at least to 76%. Hey, it can't Um, be worse than Tiger Woods or the most recent iteration of Tiger Woods or Rory McIlroy golf. All those have, have not made me thrilled about life all right we're moving on to the feature of the day it's madden 21's release day that makes this a day and date extravaganza cat that's why i brought you on and i wanted it first now you have official you've reviewed this game right i have not reviewed it because the review embargo is not until friday 
Oh, really? Yeah. That's why it's not on. So should we not post this until Friday? Yeah, we won't do it till Friday. I can what do a great review excuse. and progress thoughts. I just can't do oh. scored reviews, so you can post it whenever ah. the heck you want. All right, great. Fantastic. First of all, where do you think, and I'm just going to, I've got a whole slew of questions and we can talk about it generally and specifically in different ways, but what, where do you think this Madden fits into the lore? Like, you know, because it's quite a history. You had yeah. like the hit stick with Ray Lewis era, or actually specifically a game. Um, but like, I don't know. I guess I should just ask you generally what you think about it first, but I'm trying to give a more historic context to this game and I don't know why I think that this year's Madden is actually pretty fun to play it's more fun than last year I was getting kind of sick of last year because it was kind of unbalanced and steering the players feels like a steering an action figure it's a little weird with the animations and that kind of thing I felt like I was constantly being sacked because I couldn't do anything once the opposing player managed to make contact with me i felt like there were tons of glitches there were fumbles it was driving me crazy and there was a certain point where i was going i'm not having fun with this game anymore i don't really want to play it whereas madden 21 it makes a lot of small but very important changes uh for one thing you can throw out a sax which is a big deal they've revamped the defensive line play into a way that actually feels kind of balanced and fun for the first time i don't have situations where the opposing quarterback is holding onto the ball for 10 minutes while my uh, defensive lineman is like stuck swimming right. on an offensive lineman, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They kind That's of move a, yeah. fluidly and in a way that looks fairly realistic. Uh, and I haven't been able to look at this specifically for myself, but my understanding is that there are some defensive adjustments that are intended to cover plays that would have otherwise been indefensible without user usering. Oh, wow. So it feels like there's more strategy to it. So in that vein, I've been, you know, pretty much enjoying it. But of course, uh, as always, the sports fan community is extremely toxic. And you see right. people who are going, well, this is the worst Madden in 15 years because it's really glitchy this time around. It is so glitchy, Adrian. Holy crap. Uh, like there, you have weird things like the Dallas Cowboys field disappearing and the balls like rocketing all over the place. And oh man, uh, I really liked spiking the ball into somebody's head after scoring a touchdown. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I played. I've played one game, one full game. I've played two uh, full full NFL games. I played two high school games, and which is in face of the franchise. And I've played about ten games of the yard. So my the one thing I noticed in terms of glitchiness is I, when running, there's sort of this animation that will happen where you just, it almost is like you run super upright in place and uh, with bendy legs in a weird way. And then all of a sudden you just start running again. Like you just move past people and you're still on your feet. Um, so I'm a little concerned about that because running was hard enough to stop apparently in the last game based on, that uh, competition they had, I, I can't stop anybody ever. It's still hard to stop. Game. It's still hard to stop. It's very yeah. hard. Um, so I did notice that, and um, yeah, I'm. Do you? You're a Vikings fan. You're going to be I playing am. in our new league with the Vikings. Um, is what do you think of the Trez? <laughs> there's there's a Trez X Factor, which is the Lamar Jackson has it, which means if you get this, if you 
instigate it. You can't fumble. Um, and I just, I just want to know what you think about the Trez name. It's apparently based on Tress, which I guess is Trust, but it's now. Tr- I don't know. I just wanted to hear if you've heard about it and how. No, and I don't know what okay. the heck is you know, Trez. Trez with two Z's. Is this it's like amazing. Saying shell? Like yeah, world of but shell? <laughs> I I don't know what that means, but yes. And <laughs> it's in the NHL games, that's the name of their casual mode. Oh, really? Yeah, Trell? world of shell because Wait. in. Oh, uh, Canada is apparently chell. playing chell. You you, you want to play some chell? Oh man! Yeah, Netflix and chell. So I mean, how? Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> that's when you you have somebody over. Uh, they expect to have sex at some point. You watch a movie on Netflix, <laughs> and then you break out NHL twenty one, and they leave within seconds. It's a real it's a real cool thing. Um, okay, let's talk about the big features in Madden. What are what are the big selling points? Say that back of the boxes still exist. I guess they kind of do. What are the things that this Madden that EA is like, oh, man, you won't believe this. Well, the headline feature is a new mode called The Yard, which is kind of building on the multiplayer co-op aspects that they introduced into Madden Ultimate Team and also from Superstar KO, which turned out to be a super popular uh, addition to Madden 20. And Madden 21 has The Yard, where it's driven by cosmetics, you play with your friends in a variety of different kind of sequences, and it's kind of based around crazy street football, right? You have a set number of plays, and you're supposed to, like, lateral it around and, like, go crazy, and you're just you're wearing crazy outfits, and you're playing um, on a forward operating base with the military, which is left over from long shot. And, oh, man. Yeah, they totally which, recycled by the way, that. The last place I want to play besides a military base is a police station. So they're like tied for where I don't want to play football. So it was just super <laughs> weird. I was yeah. just like, why are we? And that's where we open. So I guess the long shot thing is the rationale. But man, that was a that was a weird place to start. I just also, didn't get Europe, it. Also, I guess, and Lambeau Field, which I'm not a Packers uh, fan. So I'm like, I don't want to fight right. Lambeau Field. Stop with all the Packers crap. But well, know. I know there's a field in Berlin, which I think is mm-hmm. hilarious because, you know, that's what you want to do when well, you're Germans in The Germans really liked their football. When the NFL Europe was a thing, eventually all of the NFL Europe teams collapsed into Germany and it just became the German League or something. Oh, really? Yeah, pretty much. I didn't even know that. Okay, no wonder. I mean, they must have, yeah, they they've got have, their reasons. They still have football. In fact, uh, they have an American football league, and one of them, I, I think one of their most successful teams is the Unicorns. You could correct oh, really? me for it. Yeah, it's really cool. I have no idea. If you could have put a stadium anywhere in the yard mode, oh. what would you have created? Oh, I would have put it somewhere in like Tokyo and then made it like Ice Shield 21, you know, make it uh, yeah. manga themed. That'd be fun. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, or I just go to... crazy with the settings. Like, oh, they're now on the moon. Woo! Right, right. I think when I talked to somebody about this a couple of days ago, I said uh, Iceland and just put it oh. near the Gullfoss or somewhere in the Golden Triangle. So you can, you can, you know, whatever you want to do. I just like Iceland. Um, just uh, strike deals with like CD Project. Oh, we've got the Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven themed one, <laughs> and you've got the. Assassin's right, Creed right. Valhalla themed one. Why? I don't know. Because why not? Vikings. I, here, here was my reaction to this when I first booted it up. Was before the game they sort of show your team standing, you know, facing the camera, 
And my guy, because I'm playing with the Washington football team for the first time ever, or in our league called the Washington Warrens, Elizabeth Warren coached my chefs, my Kansas City chefs team. Now she's the owner of the Warrens and AOC is my coach. I don't know if you've announced your coach yet, but it's a pretty exciting time in Washington. And uh, we're going against the misogynistic bullshit that has uh, run that team forever. Um, so that was sort of the identity of it. And so when I was creating my player, I was like, oh, I guess I'll just put him in a Washington uniform because I don't know what else to do. I'm usually a Broncos fan. So when they showed the the team, it was like five dudes who had been run through a car wash where they just shot paint at them on their uniforms. And then there was me standing in like an NFL-ish uniform. And it looked so ridiculous. And then when I was playing it, I couldn't quite tell the teams apart, really. I was, you know, like I they had the icons. But besides that, if like there was an interception, I didn't know who to block or who to tackle. It was weird. I don't, I don't know if you had this experience, but that was my take. Hmm. I heard that. I haven't seen FedEx Field yet, but... There was some weird, is it true that there's no logo, no nothing in the center of the field? Um, when you when you scroll through all the teams to select a team, so you, it'll be like Broncos, Chiefs, da-da-da, and then you get to football team. <laughs> it says football team. But I know that they're planning on um, putting in uniforms, because right now, actually, it's just the old uniform with no nothing like you don't even get the number on the helmet um so i know that's coming but if i were uh, a washington football team i would be happy that they were finally getting rid of the racist name and yes it is a racist name um 100 percent a racist one thousand percent and so is the cleveland name but i would be feeling pretty ambivalent by the generic branding in madden and i would be like, let's say the Minnesota Vikings, they were like, well, we've decided that the name Vikings is racist and we're getting rid of it. And, like, if it were just the Minnesota professional football team in Madden, I'd be like, I, maybe I will wait until there's a new name before I pick them again. <laughs> I know. My whole idea was I took them because I was like, I'm going to put my stamp on them. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of realized I can't necessarily do that. I just have a really bad team. You should just um, move them. I thought about moving them, but then does AOC, shouldn't we have AOC and Elizabeth Warren in DC? You know, it's tough. It's, uh, I could move them to London or I could move them. Who knows? I mean, anywhere. You could create a whole story where there's like, they're plotting a coup. I don't know. Yeah, that's, <laughs> if only. Um, but yeah, do what was your take on the yard mode? Did you enjoy it? Did you play a lot of it? What no, was your overall? It bored me. Yeah. yeah. I don't care about it. I played a few games. It, like, first of all, it kind of confused me because I thought that, uh, so when I was trying to set up games, uh, some of the games seemed to have different rules. So I started a game and, like, I threw an interception by mistake and then it just ended. And I was like, what? What the heck happened? And then it had the little ranking and it was like, uh, first four games count. And I'm going, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) I'm confused and irritated by this. And finally I got a regular game going where you get three drives a piece. Right. And it was silly, zany, like, let's run around and, you know, doing five laterals and then throwing the ball. And it's fun. It's cute. It's not really how I personally enjoy Madden. And the cosmetics uh, actually are kind of annoying in the sense that um, when you look at the cosmetics on the field, it's kind of confusing. And I don't know who's playing for which team. 
Right. So yeah, yeah. it it all the different colors uh, blend together in ways that I find really annoying. And so I just kind of wanted to bail on the mode really quickly. And I've been playing a lot of Ultimate Team. Yes, I do play oh, Ultimate wow. Team. Um, yeah. And I will get to a certain Madden rank, and then it'll be like, here's a whole bunch more cosmetics. I'm like, that's cool. I don't care. Right. Well, it's funny because one of the things I felt when I saw the yard mode broken down on the EA blog was that all those cosmetics is are actually what I want in the online franchise. Mm -hmm. Like I want to be able to have a uniform that I create or an identity I create outside of having to move a team or whatever. And so I was just kind of like, ah, that is a bummer. But I felt the exact same way. I just felt like, I just felt like I couldn't tell who was who. I think the mode, I find it lightly charming, but like you, I have no idea what I'm, really doing or like uh, like outside like when I win a game or it, am I supposed to run up the score do I have to score on every, like I don't understand the mechanic by which I get points and then what those points mean but all of a sudden I'm unlocking stuff or earlier today I just backed out of the mode because I was like oh, I'll play later and uh, it said you're going to lose all your progress and I was like what progress have I made I just played a game like I so it's I find the interface really baffling um and just sort of yeah and i don't to it i think that's kind of a problem where i think the best kinds of games like these have you in a loop where you easily get flowed into a game and you're playing through and you get done with it relatively quickly and then you get a whole bunch of unlocks and you're like well that was fun you know they do that really well in madden these and ultimate team these days where as the yard it's there are too many choices right off the bat. It doesn't feel like I'm getting into a game fast enough because it's trying to explain all the different rules. I think the score, the the added points aspect can be kind of fun where you're like constantly getting points. But right. as somebody yeah, yeah. who watches football, it's a little too confusing to me. I don't know. It seems like a mode that it's a good idea like at base. I'm like, yes, we should have some kind of street football mode with lots of laterals and crazy plays and you can show off whatever. But as it is like the implementation, it's not really doing it for me, especially on defense. I don't think defense is super fun to play in that particular mode. Yeah. I can't believe I'm saying this, but defense is more fun to play in a Madden game. And I've, I've historically been like just a guy who misses with the hit stick and then hopes my (laughs) CPU defenders I'm getting better at it. But like, I definitely had no idea and i think the camera is weird because it it keeps a very broad lens even when the play is downfield and i'm like i guess i hope somebody else tackles that guy i think he's on the other team i what is your feeling about the use of it of of the development time that they had for this mode did you think that was the right choice Mm, i wish they had put more of it into face of the franchise uh just because i think that they might be spreading themselves too thin. Maybe this is just me being an armchair developer, but yeah, yeah. I think that face of the franchise should be a mode that should be a flagship mode. It should be going head to head with my career. It should have a better story than it currently does. It should be doing a lot more with the actual aspect of living out the fantasy of being a superstar. For whatever reason, all of the EA sports games have a real problem with this. Like FIFA had its story mode and then it's kind of ditched that. Now it's moved into Chell or Volta, sorry, whatever, the mode that nobody cares <laughs> right. about. Right, yeah, yeah. And 
it's super be a pro mode just is terrible it's just a freaking joke uh you look at what madden is doing the face of the franchise they're trying to move forward but it doesn't feel like they're putting enough resources into it necessarily i don't know why snoop's in there um And Although he is attached to my high school football team. That's actually, hmm. it's the Central Hawks, and that's based on the Hazelwood Central Hawks. Oh. So that's kind of cool. That's where I went to high school. So um, this is the one, I will say one nice thing about Face of the Franchise. I like that, A, you can name your high school. Yeah. I like that they pull in the high school experience from long shot slash NCAA football. Yeah, that yeah. looked nice with the original announcers and everything. And I like that depending on which state you are, it will put you into the NFL stadium that fits. Oh, so uh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm the, I, I picked Minnesota. It put me in the Viking stadium. It said Minnesota State Championship. I'm like, oh, this feels like that's exactly what I should be doing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I think they're treating face of the franchise as almost a tutorial mode where you can right. learn how to play the For game. Sure. A nice yeah. like bit of easy onboarding when they should be treating it more as a flagship mode, as something that people will stay in for a long period of time. Yeah, I feel like with, so Longshot happened and there was the Longshot sequel and that had a much more rushed uh, situation. Um, And then there was decisions made to take out, you know, uh, decisions, which was not my favorite choice. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they moved to QB1 mode and now this, and it does feel sort of like yeah the the like epicness i understand that like long shot wasn't for everyone but the first one i think is incredible the second one i think is good um and that's just me because i wrote them but uh but i do feel that i feel very strongly about long shot and part of the reason i feel so strongly about long shot is when my fiance played um she didn't play football video games she didn't really play video games and she was able to play through it and was very emotional about all of her choices um second one didn't allow choices and that took away that feeling and also it was so hard and then qb1 mode i thought was was fun and like fine i thought it was pretty good um this one so far uh ty sheridan's heart is messed up and the way that's presented is sort of weird um i just got to the point where um, he wants to be a w- receiver. I realize this is a spoiler, but it's also like your second game in, so I'm okay with it. Um, do you feel like, did, have you gotten to the pros in it now? I have not gotten to the pros. I, yeah. I have not. I, I've played some of Face of the Franchise, but I just can't get into it because yeah. the story is not especially compelling to me. Um, the flow of it, it doesn't feel like there's a whole lot to it. There's not a whole lot at stake. I don't feel like I'm building to an actual career in the pros. It's just an introductory phase. Right. And like I said, like I, I think when you come into Madden, there's going to be a mode that gets its hooks into you. And that could be, right. and that's usually either franchise mode or ultimate team, depending on where your priorities lie. And so I'm like, well, this is all kind of fluff. I'm just going to go play Mutt now. You know, I'm right. going to go play online franchise mode. There's the yard. I don't care. There's yeah, yeah. Superstar KO. I don't care. That's for other people, you know? And yeah. that's, I think, the biggest challenge facing the actual developers is that they have to cater to everybody. You know, they have to split right. their resources across a million different, the casuals, the hardcore, the Mutt fans, the simulation fans, you name it. I don't envy the task in front of them but yeah so like face of the franchise i'm like it's not doing it for me i would love for it to do it for me if it felt like there was something more at stake 
with getting into the pros, I think I would be more invested in it. Yeah, I, I, that's a really interesting point. I think they might trip themselves up with this idea of you're just dropping into the game. So in this one, you are like, you haven't played high school football forever and you're just going to try out for the football Your team or something. literally QB too. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm just like, they could just, you could just have a backstory. They could just tell you who also, you are. Also, my character is ugly. Person. My character looks like they have gotten some serious facial work, like at every part of their face. I d- There's no I hairstyles. Was... No, I need better crazy. hairstyles. I need yeah. better face shapes. Like just yeah. NBA 2K blows it out of the water there. Okay. Uh, just as a tangent, I know that I say I don't play a huge amount of NBA 2K, but I play enough. All right. Right. And every time I pick up their my career mode i'm just kind of floored by the amount of work that they put into it putting me into this like i can walk around a neighborhood and i see people playing basketball on a court i can walk into a store and i can buy cosmetics i can wear stuff on my my little character that i'm running around with like timberwolves things that's cool yes it's full of microtransactions and all kinds of bs and we can dunk on that all we want i have my house that i can customize and i can invite players over and play pickup basketball with them holy crap that stuff is eons beyond what ea has ever done and that's they've been doing that for 10 years yeah it is wild when i mean this is sort of what i want to ask sports video games are in a sort of crisis state i think but what oh, they would make it... more money than ever, though? Like, right. Well, the that's the amount of money FIFA thing. and Madden pull in. Holy crap! Right, but Madden it's fascinating because I think in some way they could just, and maybe this isn't true because we're hearing the fix the franchise response. But it like if they just gave you the new rosters, they would make a certain amount of money with a with just gameplay focus. But what I want to ask is like, how could Madden get a ninety? on Metacritic or a 95, is it just impossible because of the longevity of the games? Like, Mm. like what would be the, if if literally EA, if they got a new president, a new team, everything, and they're like, this is our goal. Like, what would that even take? And would it just be, I mean, with Longshot, we got game of the year from Polygon because they were just so impressed by that mode. But that didn't, you know, I think it got an 82 overall or something. You know, it wasn't like that, that that mode was enough. But I just wonder, like, what could be done for every... I, well, that's a problem. You can't please everyone. But, like, what could be done to make you as a reviewer go, wow, they've totally done something here? It's, it's an interesting question, right? I'll go back to... What a great question from me. Go back Here's to... to what was it? NBA 2K11 that uh-huh. had... I, I think that was the one that had Jordan on it, right? That game was pretty much universally lauded because it, first of all, gameplay was rock solid. It was Mm -hmm. an appreciable jump over the the previous game. It felt like they were really going for it in so many ways. Uh, The modes were really well developed. And that the Jordan challenges were that little extra something something that made that game truly special. It felt like a love letter Mm -hmm. to the sport of basketball, the presentation was so on top of everything. And that game was universally praised. Right. Another thing is those games, 
uh, that game, I do not think, had a huge amount of microtransactions that came in later. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, For yeah. as long as Madden and FIFA have a emphasis on microtransactions, especially FIFA and NBA 2K, those are the two big ones, FIFA and NBA 2K, they're always going to take an appreciable hit. Right. Now, if you look at a game like MLB The Show... That game, I think, was sitting somewhere around like 85 on Metacritic. I, mm-hmm. I'm consistently impressed by that game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gameplay on the field, very good for the most part. The engine's a little creaky at this point, but whatever. Presentation is excellent. Uh, it has these wonderful challenges that go back into the history of baseball. It consistently has clever ideas like March to October. Um, and it feels like every year you're getting something really interesting. Right? right whereas with madden you feel like you're getting something a little bit madden fifa you feel like you're getting something a little bit half-baked maybe a little right. bit cynical uh nba 2k you're getting something a little bit cynical i don't know um if you Here's... if you want to know the truth like sorry to ramble but if you want to know no. the truth the way that you get to a 90 a metacritic is that you take three years off you uh do roster updates on the previous base of the game and then you release a whole new all original like look like we've thrown everything into this game that's how you get a 90 in metacritic that's true right here's my pitch to not have to do that Hmm. i think what i would love is if they figured out a mode to drop me into a franchise where i could play an entire season in four hours and that would be either um you can do that with um uh the, the the play the moments Play the moments, right? Yeah, play the moments is actually pretty fun. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could do that. I mean, everybody wants something different. It goes back to the yeah. Simpsons thing where you have all the kids who are like, "Well, you should win something by watching." It's like that one kid loves the Speedo Kid guy, you yeah, know. Yeah. And it's just like but, people don't people want different things from Madden. Right. There are plenty of people who are like, "I love Madden Ultimate Team, and that's the only mode that I play." And there are plenty of people who are like, "Screw Madden Ultimate Team, it shouldn't exist," you know. Right. So. Do do you spend money on Madden Ultimate Team or do, do you not. only play? Okay, no, you can I found build a... a pretty appreciable team in Mud. Look, I I understand that Ultimate Teams. I don't have a huge. I don't love them because they are pretty cynical and they are there to siphon money from you. Right. But maybe Mud is better than FIFA in that I don't feel like I have to grind all the time to get a super good team. Like right. you can get a pretty solid team in Mud, but that that's not the point. I think that with a game like Madden, with franchise mode in particular, the reason that people are so dissatisfied with it is, A, the presentation tends to be really bad. Like, it's not great. Uh, B, it tends to have a lot of glitches. C, it has uh it's not true to life and there's stuff that like is kind of old and creaky like the owner mode is atrocious that's still in there yeah Yeah. it's not great either and d it feels like it has no there's no point in playing beyond the first season there's no loop there's no overarching objectives like i was sitting here armchair being an armchair developer and i was like oh how would i would address this and the way i would address this is i would come i would basically have in-game objectives and as you completed the objectives you unlocked stuff right and if you were playing with owner mode 
Maybe I would have a kind of overhead view of a, a, tra- a practice facility and I could keep adding buildings and I could have little fan experiences. Right. And by having those buildings, I enhance my team. You know, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that you can borrow from existing simulations and just Im- plug it straight into Madden and you could have a really compelling experience. But every year they're like, well, you know, we've added this particular feature like we've revamped scouting and it's like neat but you're not over you're not addressing the overarching problem adding a coaching carousel does not address the problem that there's no narrative there's no sense of stakes and there's no reason to keep playing beyond season one unless you're playing with friends right yeah i i i want to revise my pitch because you're right the play the moments thing would work i want to play a hall of fame career or go for the Hall of Fame, and I want to be able to do that in eight hours. Mm. That's what I it, like. Sort of like ten seasons over eight hours, maybe, or something like that. But this idea that it drives me through like these very specific things, where you know this could, you know, it's I don't know if it's just putting me in the fourth quarter, and then I win a game, and then I become the dude who wins late, and then it mm-hmm. puts me in a series of fourth quarter situations. So it's but like it's almost branching, like that. It's like kind of a branching yeah. situation where it's like, depending on how you play, your career unfolds, and you're just right. zooming through it. Right. That's Instead of, yeah, it seems like a fun way, because right now what happens is you get interviewed early to get a voice, and then they interview you to figure out what kind of player you are. So if you want to be a scrambler, you go, yeah, I can avoid the rush or whatever. Um, and I and I appreciate that they're trying to, to disguise that. Um, but it also is like, well, we've seen it now twice. So we know the, you know, the game's up. Like we, you can just ask us. It's almost that simple. Do you, is, do you feel like Madden is stale and does need that sort of hiatus? Or do you feel like this new game at this point, because it does like, when you play an online franchise or something, that's when you really care to win, and that's when you're really serious about the game. And over 16 games, the the the, the number of game, the Madden 21, will reveal itself, and we're all going to be like, eh, or we're going to be like, oh, wow, this holds up. Um, do you feel like some, yes, that's it. Matt, it is Madden stale. I think that what the priorities of the fans and the priorities of the developers might be different in that the fans want this love letter to the NFL and love letter to football where they feel like they're constantly immersed in the culture of the sport Mm, in one way, whether that's a simulation or playing a role as a player or playing street football. And the developers are treating it like it's Street Fighter where they're like, well, I mean, we are rebalancing the defensive line play and right. adding like all of these things that will make their hardcore players who play mutt and their influencers the people that they talk to the most happy right so that's interesting they're yeah. not thinking big picture they're thinking very kind of small picture and right that's that's been my impression and that's how it's been for kind of some years because i think they want madden to be an esport they really want it to be an esport and that's where their priorities lie. And I'm just like, eh. Yeah. And lately, they've been kind of pivoting a little bit. 
with Phase of the Franchise and The Yard and Superstar KO. And they're like, oh, people are really responding well to these. Let's do these. But What yeah. is Superstar KO? I've never played it. I didn't know it was in I Madden 20. I don't know 20. what it is either. <laughs> I don't play it either. I don't care. I'm going to play hilarious. it for my review. I, I, As you can tell, I have not finished playing everything. I've been putting yeah, yeah. almost all of my effort into Franchise Mode and up, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it a bit. Uh, kids love it, though. Kids oh, like, really? kids yammer on about superstar ko like bill simmons's kid apparently is obsessed with it so i don't know man i'm excited to play it and then talk about it with some knowledge because i'm like oh yeah Yeah. well it's funny because the madden interface even for madden 20 it's just a bunch of shit at the bottom of the screen i'm like uh i don't care it doesn't it doesn't do it for me um so yeah really do you think to show that madden can like i said can be many different things to many different people and superstar ko is a great example of that where there are plenty of 12 year old boys who are like oh man i love this crazy game i'm playing with my friends yeah do you think the yard should have been its own game mode or do you think we're in an era now i'm sorry not its own game mode but its own game like a 20 dollar so developed its own downloadable game i don't know it just feels a little too slim yeah like Right now, like, that might be the crux of it. I feel like it's the kind of game that it's developed with hanging out with your friends and playing online co-op and laughing and having a good time, but they want it to be a deep mode with longevity as well. And it's like these two things maybe do not mix. Yeah, and I think my biggest... Probably the, my contempt for it, if I have any, will be that they are going to develop it further because they you don't just oh. make something like that. It's a foundational go, mode. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, huh. I don't know. It's weird. I, I, I'm not against it. I'm curious to see how it's perceived. It's not going to be something I play hugely, but I'm curious to play it for a little while longer to just try to figure out what the sure. fuck is going on. Um, I think it's too far removed from the culture of the sport. So, like, when I look at Volta, like, Volta makes a concerted effort to fit into the culture of FIFA. Or the reason that the street mode in NBA 2K is so popular is because people play pickup basketball as a matter of course, right? Right. And Volta might has a chance to work this year because it seems like they've kind of, I say this every year, but it seems like they've fixed the gameplay a bit and... It's more fun to play, and now they have online team play, which was the big factor that was holding it back. So Volta might actually be fun this year, might actually be worth playing, whereas the Yard is almost too silly, right? Yeah, I don't relate. Like, I relate to Volta as a dude who might show up and start kicking a ball Or Chell, where you're uh, skating on the the frozen pond, right? You're outdoors. You're like, this is kind of nice. Yeah. But, yeah, I agree that even when I read about what the yard mode, what had sort of kicked it off, they were just like, you know how when you play football. And I'm like, I played pickup football with my friends in a yard, like maybe on Thanksgiving, you know, like once a year. Um, And I – and I, I don't know. I I just don't relate to football in that way, you know? Like These baseball, people do. They, had a... they, they eat, live, and breathe football. Eh. Man, what a weird group. Uh, do you think the Madden curse is dead? Because yeah. Mahomes won the quarterback or won the Super Bowl. Like, it's just dead, right? Didn't like, Tom Brady win the him. Super Bowl the year that he was on the cover, too? Yeah, so now Lamar Jackson's going to win the Super Bowl. Like, it's just now it's just the Super Bowl curse. You're cursed to win. <laughs> 
the trophy. I just wondered if you had thought about that. And who is going to be your coach for Madden 21? Oh, Let's do it live. Question. Let's have a live announcement. I hadn't even thought about it. Uh, I think last year I had – it was probably Christian Ponder the last time, right? Oh, right. Maybe. I was either McLeod Bethel-Thompson or Christian Ponder, my two my two legends, legendary right. coaches who always follow me around. But I feel like I should create somebody new. I mean, if you've got Minnesota, mm. who are the like the key outside of sports? Minnesota? Oh, I've had artists known as Prince as oh, right. my yeah, yeah. as my coach. Like, he was my coach the year that I won my first Super Bowl. So, well, now I I was talking about this the other day with I believe Jeremy and would you have Prince the the ghost, the corpse, or the symbol? Like if you just had a floating symbol, and I don't mean to talk <laughs> about Prince again as a corpse is an awful thing. Uh, he's incredible. But like the symbol floating around the sidelines would be fucking amazing. Oh man, I would love that. I would be all That'd in be on that. That'd be the best. That. Yeah. Um, I, I would right. have Gordon Bombay from the Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks is oh set in Minnesota. That's amazing. Um, I could have uh, the person who puts, or I could have Marge Gunderson from Fargo. Oh, great uh, call. But you really, can't anybody have women from... is the problem. Uh, well, I've got AOC and I'm not. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren looked uh, like she needed quite God a shave. You not have a woman as your coach in Madden. Why is that? That's a that's dumb, right? Now they've had. I'm sure that they don't want to take the time to actually design it, or they run it past the NFL, and the NFL is like, we believe it in an authentic game day experience, and oh, et cetera, man. whatever. My favorite league. Um, all right, that's fine. I guess I don't know. This is just fun to shoot mm. the bull with you. We do this in yeah. person. We're used to when we would meet well, we up in different travel. places. I know. Those are the days. Now we've only got podcasts. <laughs> um, so you're going to give the game. No, I'm just kidding. You I haven't decided us. yet. Um, I. So I'm going to finish this. I'm going to cap this podcast with a rant a little bit. Great. I think s- sports gaming culture is toxic. It is maybe the most toxic gaming culture out there. I cannot think of a more toxic culture and Madden exemplifies it the way that it's the same freaking loop every time where everybody's all hyped up over the summer, over all of the new announcements, and then early access happens, and then the Reddits just immediately go to shit, and you have screaming people on YouTube and screaming people on Twitch and death threats to the developers, and the poor freaking developers are just trying to do their jobs and trying to put out the game as best they can. And you have people screaming at them that they're shills and sellouts because they're doing Madden Ultimate Team. And they're like, dude, I'm just, I'm trying to make, I'm a gameplay animation engineer. What do you want yeah, yeah. from me? And I just, I think that Madden could put out an amazing game and people would still give it a 1.2 on Metacritic just on principle. Because yeah, they have decided that NFL 2K5 is the one and true heir to the throne, and they're still salty about that 15 years later. Well, get over it, guys. NFL 2K is dead. Madden is here. Give it a chance, for God's sake. Do you think it will be good for the NFL to have 2K bring in an arcade-style game? And do you think in any way Madden created the art mode to sort of— do, do you think the yard mode was a reaction to the possibility of that? Or were they just like, we need Maybe. to do this kitty mode? No, I think that they did it in reaction to the success of Super, Superstar KO. They've been saying for years that they want more multi, that, that they want more co-op. Like, that right. is a huge yeah. feature for them. They see it as an online game. I think they're constantly chasing FIFA 
in a right. lot of ways in terms of revenue. They're looking for different revenue sources. They're like cosmetics, perfect. And they also have seen Shell and Volta. And I think that, I don't know what their internal analytics are, but it seems like Shell and Volta have been successful enough that they're like, we we need to be chasing them with our own mode. So Yeah. I am fascinated by the toxicity of, of sports gaming. And I do think, I mean, when, when we first did Sports Anomaly, there were like 20 plus titles that were coming out every year. I mean, you had different sports with multiple titles. Um, and now I think people, and also the world just is shittier now. <laughs> people are just shittier. You were so, wondering, how can a sports game get a 90 on Metacritic? I think that the toxicity of the community has actually affected that a fair amount yeah. because, I mean, there it still could be pretty toxic, but I remember in like 2010, people were broadly very positive on NHL, NBA 2K, those kinds of games. And I think critics responded in kind. And right. now the online noise is such that I think that there are more than a few critics who are probably hearing all of that noise and having that impact their right. assessment of the actual game. That's interesting. Yeah, I feel like I would just love if like there was a visionary um producer out there. <laughs> like if video games, especially sports video games, I I just don't see like there being like the Scorsese where you're like, "Oh shit, we're going to pay this person a zillion dollars or a president or a CEO or whatever." I think Madden is a money machine. FIFA is a money machine. You know, they're out to make money. I get that. Um, and they're going to make games. I, I love FIFA. I I think soccer is just a better video game sport. First of all, I think it's the best video game sport, hockey being second to that, because there's a lot of, like, conflict, like A to B conflict, where football is very stop-start. Football is one of the hardest sports to make. Yes. And I agree that, like, these guys are trying to make the best game. It's not like they're like, well, screw these guys. We're just going to make a crappy game. But I, I wish there was, like, some savior who could come in and everybody would listen to and they could even do what you're talking about, about take some time off. But it's just that's just not the world. Like, I uh, think also the culture, though, is different in these EA games. If you look at yeah. the people who are on these teams, they're, like, ex-jocks. They're ex-NFL right. players. Uh, they have this connection to playing old sports games. Like they'll talk very fondly about like, I played, I remember playing Madden 98 and on my PlayStation right. and it was amazing. And then I joined the NFL and look at my college ring, you know? Yeah. And versus when you go to so many other development teams, it feels like there's a weird disconnect between the development on games like Madden and FIFA and the broader trends of the games industry and right. I think that's why you have situations where franchise mode doesn't have a an enjoyable loop, that it doesn't right. incorporate things from other games. I think, so I've been watching a lot of um, this Japanese game show called Game Center CX, and they did a let's play of Captain Tsubasa, Japanese uh, soccer sim. I'm going somewhere with this, I promise. I can't wait. And I was like watching it and thinking, wow, how is this NES soccer game so much more compelling to watch than anything FIFA has ever done? And the answer is that it has narrative. It has a story. Like, uh, the right. character is growing. He starts off as, you know, at the very bottom, and he rises up to be at the club level, and his ultimate goal is to win the World Cup and beat West Germany, <laughs> West Germany oh, nice. for Japan, right? 
yeah, yeah. And he learns he has a girlfriend and a mysterious coach with sunglasses. And I'm like, this feels like it's fun. It's interesting. Like I, I, I it it borrows from RPGs. It has amazing presentation. It's little story yeah. sequences. And they tried to do that with the journey, but. Yuck. It was just different. It wasn't borrowing from video games necessarily. It was borrowing from soccer documentaries. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like these guys have never played an RPG in their lives. Come on, guys, play RPG. And I know Rex, yeah. Rex Dixon played a lot of RPGs. So, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He was an interesting exception, but, you know. Yeah, it is. Um, I don't, I, my sense is there's not a lot of trez. You know, they need more trez <laughs> just in the, in certain people on the team and just, I don't know. And ignore message boards. I, that would be my mm. feeling is if they should go to message boards, they should pull a bunch of crap down in the next three weeks and they should throw it up on a board and say, do we agree with this? Instead of it's the community and the community gets what the community wants. The community doesn't fucking care what they get. It's like you're talking about with the Jordan thing. What the community wants is to be impressed and to be excited. Mm -hmm. And I think you've really hit on something, which is like, what is football really? And like, what is like Walter Payton been a, like on a knee on the sidelines, like sweating his ass off and like b after being exhausted and going out there to bust off one more big run or like, what does it mean to, for Jerry Rice to go across the middle and, you know, to get the records he got and just the, the romance is not related to the game. And I think it'd be interesting to look back at NBA street or things like that and sort of apply those lessons. And I just think, uh, yeah, when you're putting a, a yard mode stadium in uh, Berlin, I that's tough for me. As, a, as an American football fan, I go, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> you yeah. know, like what I really want is for it to be on like where Joe Montana played football when he was a kid, like mm. do the street thing that they did with NBA street too. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. So we're going to talk more about this. I'm going to let you get back to your life because my mm. laptop is now at 6%. So you um, have me going now. Like, it's like I have so I know, much more fun. I could say about this. I, I will I mean, say that I'm always a little nervous to be like, well, they're thinking this or they're doing that. Cause I don't know what their actual process is within their right. teams. They, they tell me all the time that they do a, big sweeping like look at what the community is saying at any given time and they have like five-year notes and you know they right. have a lot of people who are trying to think big picture but it just often feels like like i said it feels like they're trying to make street fighter they want to make an esport right it and when you're trying to make an esport rather than say i don't know making an rpg which right. maybe a lot of people would actually want, then you are going to maybe have more of a sterile experience. So. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting with Longshot because we were trying to make a tutorial that was a movie, a playable movie that had a tutorial. And um, that's why people thought Jack Ford was a real coach because he was just, and that came off the back of us being like, Bill Cowher doesn't have the flexibility to be the coach we need. So that was really interesting. But that, like, there were very high level creative decisions. And Mike Young was a powerhouse on that. And it's, it is interesting with uh, QB1 in the face of the franchise seeing more of a scattershot thing. Because when I don't love NBA 2K's story modes because I think they're, mm. they're not consistent in terms of the storytelling. But, but they at have the same a time, to them, like, they go to China. But, right. 
Yeah, yeah. Or they will be like, "Eh, now this time you're in the NBA G League. You're like, okay, cool. Exactly. They they do something. They approach the league. Spike Lee is involved for some reason. What's that? Spike Lee is involved now. Oh, man. I can tear into that mode. Or I used to tear into that mode. Now I have a little more affectionate for it. Um, Yeah. I don't know. There, uh, well, we should just come. I'm going to have you on later with other people, and we're just going to talk about the state of sports video games. I think that's what we have to do. Bad. I mean, They're bad. I mean, it's it's bad. Yeah. It's a bummer. Cause nobody's happy. Nobody's happy. And yeah. it is interesting that EA. And now I'm being toxic. <laughs> I know. Well, we, yeah. It sucks. Uh, like, it's in the game. That era when that was a slogan that everybody knew, it felt like there was a real, like, it was exciting. It was exciting when games came out, and now it's like, it, it's always exciting. I was excited to play Madden, and sure, I threw five interceptions um, with my quarterback, who's not as fast as I hoped he was. Um, but I'm, I, you know, I'm, I love our league. Let's just briefly, while we've got you, talk about the f- online franchise because that has been such a big story in terms of what they haven't done. Um, do you think? I guess I'll say it this way, like, well, well, we've talked a lot about this in the recent episodes. Create, like, running an online franchise in Madden is a is so hard because mm-hmm. the game actually doesn't support the mode. The game itself doesn't allow you to do what we have created in our thirty two person league, mm-hmm. which is to have a Discord channel to talk. Like you, like if we were playing, if we were in a thirty two person league. Um, and we didn't do email or anything else, I would literally have to just go on and challenge you and hope you were online. Like, it's it's pretty insane. Um, so it's it's weird. There aren't and enough I just, commissioner tools, honestly. Right. There's not and enough adding, customization and flexibility to the actual online franchise experience. Yeah. We've talked a lot about the idea that why can't I just play my games in order if I'm able to play someone? Does that make sense? Like, if you're mm. my week four opponent and I'm in week four and, or like, I'm ready to play you, then why can't I? You know, it's, it's interesting and it really holds people back from um, at least I think in there's a certain stuff. rigidity to the design. And yeah. I think they wanted it to match. I, I think that they wanted it to seamlessly match with the offline mode, right. which, on, and then be able to have people. Can you drop into it? You can just drop into an online league in progress, right? I think so. Yeah, you can just take over a team. I think they're afraid of introducing too many moving parts. Uh, Honestly, I think that the online franchise aspect of Madden is nice in one of its bigger positive points. Like, you can complain about the details all you want, but, I mean, NHL doesn't even have one. It doesn't even have an online franchise mode. MLB's the show's online franchise mode is not as good as Madden's. NBA 2K's is better uh, for sure, but it's just so hit and miss. FIFA doesn't have an online franchise mode. Right. So even having one and having one that is in parity with the offline franchise mode is cool. Yeah. Honestly. I agree with that. Yeah. I guess I wish I've... that I wish that being that being an owner was fun. <laughs> right. Being an owner yeah, is, yeah. is not fun at all. Yeah. But you know, that, but beyond that, yeah. I I guess my sense of that is I would love for the team to have to go out and be in an online franchise, and I, I I'm sure certain people do definitely do that. I don't get this this. I don't believe that as many 
do is need to, um, or they should just be playing it on their, I don't know. There's something, there's something that they're lacking and I don't, my big thing is I don't think they believe in it. So they don't invest in it. That's Mm. like, because how hard is it to run a 32 person league? It's, it's nearly impossible. People drop out. People don't care. Like there's no, I mean, they look at their internal analytics as their guide for everything. And they see that a tiny percentage of their actual player base plays in an online league. I, I think for with the franchise mode, it's maybe instructive to look back over the past generation, the past seven years, and go, what has actually changed about franchise mode? Because there's this pervasive sense that franchise, fran- franchise, <laughs> franchise mode yeah. has not changed at all. Right. And in fact, it has. Uh, if you look at it, they see in Madden 25, they added uh, they added back the owner mode and everything. Madden 13 was when they introduced the CFM concept. They brought back uh, fantasy and everything. In terms of actual hard features, uh, you had the little coach walking behind the desk. Right. Uh, they've revamped the way that you actually assign points to the progression of your... They revamped progression a lot. Which I love, by the way. I love yeah, the I way think it's actually a lot smarter works. now. Yeah. Uh, scouting was changed in like Madden 15 or 16, and people don't love it because it's not very deep, and I kind of understand why. Uh, they introduced the negotiation stuff in like Madden 15 or 16. They don't have a coaching carousel. Uh, I'm trying to remember what else. Oh, they added play the moments, which was actually a pretty good one in like 16 or 17. So, right. Yeah. You know, they've added stuff. Um, I'm, I think that what, like, as always, what people are missing is this, it's almost like they don't know what they want. What they want really is a sense of investment, a reason to be invested. And the way you get people invested is having some kind of loop, some sense of narrative, not being as sterile as it is, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, I've been saying this for years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think they, it's like this recent one touched on this idea, like the running back being like, hey, man, I'm not getting enough touches. But I remember talking to people about it and being like, well, what I want is my wide receiver to be mad and my running back to be mad. And I can only make one of them happy. And I think tension is what makes great story. And ultimately they don't go that route because it's complicated and you need to overlay like if I give my running back the ball because he's asking for it then my wide receiver is going to be like hey man what's going on and I want and then the wide receiver would be like all right you didn't throw to me I'm not going to play hard next game you know just this kind of mentality but morale and whatever who so knows if that like even football has manager impact. is a useful a useful pointer toward yeah. it so Here's the secret of football manager. It's always praising you. It's always telling uh, you how awesome you are. So if you're continuing, if you're losing, your board would be like, oh, you're not, you're losing. You kind of suck. But if you right. are amazing, like if I get a perfect season, I should be a god. Right. Full stop. And if I do it with the freaking Cleveland Browns or something, double god. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like I should be getting fan letters. I should have right. newsletter head, newspaper headlines going, cat's a god. I yeah. should be getting they should name the stadium after me yeah i should have a statue right uh, and you can you get that in football manager yeah like, yeah that stuff's I, awesome there was a certain point where they were like cat you've been so amazing you've done so many incredible things with west ham 
we've decided to give you a lifetime appointment. You're on the board. You can leave whenever you want. We've renamed the stat the stadium after you. Awesome. So that's that's narrative. I mean, that's really great. And you're right because like if you make the playoffs in your first season as a Cleveland Brown coach, why don't they give you the key to the city? Just the mayor yeah. pops in and like, or you get a little letter. I understand you can't have like animation about everything, but just have the mayor, a little letter from the mayor. Let the city be invested in you based on their history. And if you looked at each team, that's, they don't they've talk all got about, a story. They don't talk about the next year. They don't say like, oh, the Minnesota Vikings won the Super Bowl last year and they're the defending champions. Right. They had this amazing season last year. Can they do it again? Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, and I, like FIFA, FIFA's been doing a thing that Madden has never really done. People like to crap all over FIFA's franchise mode for obvious reasons, but the one thing that it's always done right, in my opinion, they could they could definitely expand on it, is they will have random storylines popping up throughout the season where all of a sudden you're just like, oh, new report suggests that such and such player is unsettled, right? And you're right. like, uh-oh. And then you're like, are you unsettled? And they're like, no, no, I'm not unsettled. I'm fine, coach. And then it's like, but they're unsettled. And then they'll suddenly come up and be like, I demand to leave. And it's like, oh, and this player is leaving. Oh, here comes a big team to come and buy them right? or right. trade for them or whatever. And now you're feeling all kinds of pressure and like their stats are going down because their morale is bad. And like this story is preset at the beginning and it gets repetitive and there's not enough right. of these stories, but they don't have that in Madden. Yeah. They don't have narrative. They don't have stories that spontaneously arise over the course of the season. Right. Yeah. Yep. They definitely should. I have yes, lots of should. thoughts on this. Yeah. We're going to talk more about this. Um, we should get Mike Young on and browbeat him. Uh, all right. We're going <laughs> to move on. Mike, what's your problem? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we're going to move on to the Netflix Minute. What have you seen or what would you recommend somebody watches in the next week? Oh, Good question. Um, I just finished True Blood, and I wouldn't recommend watching it, actually. Because <laughs> it is so bad. It is a really so bad. bad show. I enjoyed you know Sunderland Till I Die in, oh, right. in terms of sports documentaries. That is, yeah. I, I wasn't a huge fan of the second season, but the first season is one of the rawest and most interesting looks into the just complete demolition of a team that I've ever seen, where you see a team it's about a, a town that con cares way too much about its football team and a football team that's imploding from within that's incredibly poorly run with an owner who does not care and the it's a little it's almost too frank right um and I, watching them careen down into second relegation into ugh. into the league one is just something to see so Watch Sunderland until I die. Yeah, you've really pushed that, and I, I'm ashamed I haven't watched it. Have you watched Last Chance You, by the way? Oh, that's the – no, I have not. Yeah. It's, that's the um, 30 for 30, right? No, it's um, a Netflix documentary mm. where they go to um, uh, community college, mm. like powerhouses kind of, and I'm watching season four, and it's pretty devastating. But I want to recommend Inside Lewin Davis, the Coen Brothers film. Oh, yeah. Man, that is a masterpiece. It is an extraordinary – extraordinary film that is it's our best has, one in your opinion what what's the best coen brothers movie my favorite coen brothers film is uh no country for old men hmm. this their best is probably fargo but i would put inside i Lou mean and i'm Davis. always going to pick fargo from because of where i'm from yeah yeah it's <laughs> it's an exceptional insane so minnesotans hate fargo movie. well 
That's fine. They're like, I mean, Fargo doesn't predict, care about They them. depict us as a bunch of hicks, and you're like, right, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, um, but I would, I would say Inside Lewin Davis is, I think, my fourth favorite. No, I would say third. I would put it under Fargo, and uh, I love Hudsucker Proxy, which is not a great movie, but there's a scene, five minutes of laughing. Uh, anyway, that's it. Uh, moving on, Patreon Power Hour. It's back. Um, give us some money. That's it. Kat, this has been awesome. Thank you for uh, jumping in and talking Madden 21. Um, and Yeah, we'll have you back on whenever you get bored. And that has been Sports Anomaly. Ha, ha, ha.